0: Welcome to Right Now Workshop podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz and this is episode 276: Values Planning in 2022. An interview with Susan May Warren coming to you on Thursday, December 2nd, 2021. Welcome to December. Hooray! It snowed December 1st in Malmo, Sweden. I'm so excited. I'm a Michigan girl. I like a white Christmas. I like a relatively white, though safe, you know, driving in snow and slush and sleet and then ice. Like, that's not a great combination. But snow on the ground, snow in the air, I'm so happy. So December 1st, we had the earliest snow that we've had in the four winters that we've been here. So I was a very, very happy kitty. It, the air had these beautiful big thick flakes and then of course it kind of turned to slushy snowy rainy stuff in the air later but I was really happy and then when I woke up uh the next morning there was more it was still on the ground so not a ton but Happy, happy. Now, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, happy summer. I hope you are getting the kind of weather that you like wherever you live. And I hope that it is either encouraging you because you're happy, it's time to write, or I really don't like this weather. So instead of going outside, I'm going to write. <laughs> you can always think of a reason to make anything into an excuse to just go get a little bit more writing done. So if you did National Novel Writing Month in November, congratulations. I hope that you made. Some Um, at least some of your goals. And if you made all of your goals, super duper congratulations. I made my goal of writing every day for 30 days. woohoo! And I almost made my goal of finishing the short story that will be the new freebie for my newsletter people. So if you are on my um, author newsletter list, then uh, look for that in the next couple of months, getting a fabulously awesome cover designed by Paula Rowe. And um, yeah. Writing, writing feels really good right now. It's not done, but it feels really good. So I hope your writing feels really good right now. If you happen to be stuck on your book, remember that I'm a writing coach. And in fact, while I'm not a huge fan of Black Friday and the pressure to buy now, you have 17 minutes and 32 seconds left to hit the buy button. That's not really me. So from now until the end of the year, I'm running this special on my coaching services. Remember, it's one-to-one coaching, just you and me. Or if you want to give this to a friend as a gift, you can make a fantastic gift for the person that you know who's been working on this book and just not being able to figure out how to get it done, get it finished. Um, So one-to-one coaching package, the most popular one is $2,500 now through December 31st, if you pay by December 31st, and that is for six months of coaching and you can start anytime in 2022. So it's no pressure to like, if I buy now, I have to start now it's six months and you can even start the six months next December. if That's the way it works out. It could make an awesome gift for someone that, you know, so give me a, a shout by email. If you are Interested. Uh, we do have just a few weeks left that we could get this planned out for you, but it does give you some time. You don't have only 17 minutes and 32 seconds <laughs> to make it happen. So send me an email, kitty at kittybuholt.com, or you can go to my website where it is um, rightnowworkshop.com forward slash writing coach. And near the bottom of that page, there is a fill in your email address and uh, get an appointment with me and then we can talk. So um, anything else that I need to tell you? Oh, just that the rates are going up in 2022, which is part of the reason why I wanted to run a discount. So $500 off all of the 2021 prices on all of the packages uh, and start anytime in the new year. Um, I think that is it for my announcements. And since it's December, this is the perfect time to start planning for the new year i have to say i usually start thinking about it in october i still have an entire quarter of the year left uh, then by November i'm like seriously what do you want to accomplish next year if i haven't sat down and started writing things down and once it's december i'm like it's planning time let's just like forget everything else that we're doing and start planning <laughs> so if you're at all like that today's guest susan may warren has been here uh, every end of the year on the podcast since the podcast started, to talk to us about planning and different ways that we can think about how to best plan our life and our writing. Not somebody else's plan, not Kitty's plan, not Susie Mae's plan, your plan. So uh, let's talk about planning from the viewpoint of values. What is the most valuable thing in your life? What are the things that you most care about in your life? Susie Mae is going to tell us how we can then create our goals and our objectives, um, and figure out how to plan out our writing and our life so that the whole thing meshes together and we end up with the most joy. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be, um, the most peace as well. Um, I have not allowed myself to have a very peaceful year. That's on me, um, but I'm going to make some changes to the way I do my planning, and I think this next year is probably going to be one of the most peaceful and joyful and, dare I say, one of the most productive years that I've had in the 20-some years of writing that I've been doing. So here's hoping that you find the same. Let's listen to Susie May Warren. Today's guest is Susan May Warren. USA Today best-selling Susan May Warren is the multi-award-winning novelist of over 85 novels in five different genres. With over a million books in print, her books have been translated into French, Dutch, Polish, German, Swedish, Ukrainian, and Italian, and are on bookshelves around the world, as far away as South Africa, Australia, and Russia. She's been featured in Christian Women Today magazine and appeared on The Harvest Show and other national television shows. Susan is also the founder of Novel.academy, a school for novelists focused on building careers. She loves to coach authors to publication and beyond and seeing their careers flourish. Welcome, Susie May.
1: Hi, Kitty. So glad to be here. Thanks for hey, having me.
0: This is so fun. Did you know you are the only person who has been on my show every single year since I started? Oh,
1: no, that what, that's great. <laughs> so I <love> that. yeah.
0: <laughs> the end of 2021 will be uh, the end of my fourth year and this will be the fifth time you've been on the show.
1: Wow, that's so great. Wow, congratulations. Four years is fantastic. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> and so pleased to be a part of it. So that's really great.
0: Thank you. And I have to say the reason why you're always on the show is because you and I have kind of this simpatico way of thinking. And I love you're just such a great, encouraging kind of teacher. Oh. And I love the way that you don't have like, this is the Susan Mayoran way of doing things. You know, you're like, here are some things. Try them. Yeah. Find the one that works for you.
1: Right, exactly. I, I would hate for people to be like, "Oh, I do it Susan May Warren way." I'd be like, "Oh no, don't don't do that. Don't do you know, that and if it. You'll with not you won't eat. There will be a messy house. You know who knows what kind of trouble you get in." I'm right. kidding. I'm kidding. No, <laughs> I have some tips and tricks that work for me. Pass it along. Make them your own.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, and the exciting thing for me is is that you created the planner that I would have created if I had ever thought to myself, "What if I created a planner that would work for me?" But you actually thought, "What would What would I do if I created a planner that would work for me?" So, my brilliant writing planner is also. Let me say, is it in its fourth year? If not, it's in its third
1: year. I think it's fifth fifth year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Been it's been a good go. The first year we just like literally it, it, we, we put it together. Like my assistant made it. I, I, we wrote out. The, I wrote out the pages in the system and she put it up on PicMonkey, believe it or not, she made it on PicMonkey and we put it up on Amazon. And yeah, it was just, it was crazy. It was sold like hotcakes. I was shocked. <laughs> and so then we started to actually develop the elements of the planner and the program and stuff like that. But I really, people had asked me for years, how do you do everything? And so I said, well, this is my program, the plan that I use. And And I had been doing, I've been doing it for, you know, 30 years and so, or 20 years, I guess, Uh, you know, more than that. And so, so taking that and translating that into actionable steps was, you know, wasn't that hard, but I just had to figure through how to do it. And then, and then of course we made the planners a much bigger deal and then they've, they've really taken off, which is really great. And so, and I think it's been interesting because everybody will like post how they use the planner and everybody uses it a little bit differently, but still it has these principles and we can talk about that, that sort of um, connect with everyone in a certain way. And in our very frenetic world, people need to figure out how to do the things that matter to them in a significant way without letting the world, you know, take them apart or distract them and this sort of thing. And that is really what our planner is. One of the features of our planner is to our system, I should say, is to help you focus well, because creatives, it's really a planner, not just for writers, but for creatives and creatives, need to know and to practice focus, if we're going to do something well. And so that's what we talk about. And that's kind of what our whole, our whole planner is about.
0: Yeah. And I have to say, I am definitely one of those people who at first, you know, I was trying to figure out, you know, what's the Susan May Warren way of using this. And then I was like, this isn't really working for me. And I'm sure this is probably not what she meant me to just follow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice to watch because you give a whole video course that comes with the planner like you mm-hmm. has a login, So you just sign in um, and you explain how you created it, how you use it. But then like there's all this freedom to figure out what what I yeah. need to do with it. Well, right. Because of my brilliant writing planner, I have not killed a plant in two years. Because wow. water your plants is one of my activities that I mark off which day I
1: watered my plants. Wow, that, that is a great testimony. I love that. I think I have to make a little meme about that and put yep. it up. Do <laughs> Don't it. kill your plants, get the planner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. Congratulations. Um. Thank your you. Plan, thank your you plan, well, your plants thank me, and I appreciate that. So
0: yes, they're much happier now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, um, there are so many things to talk about about this planner. I love it for so many reasons, including um, like we were just talking before we hit the record button, that even during weeks where maybe you're on vacation or you have something else, I've had a lot of um, really long online conferences, like three and four day online conferences. And so I'm not really using the planner during those days. But then I'm like, oh, I have blank space. So like I filled out uh, like what's going to be my podcasting schedule for the rest of the year, you know, and um, oh, I Mm -hmm. need to get my uh, sales tax reporting done for this
1: quarter. Mm-hmm. So it's kind
0: of great. I don't have to be like, where's the piece of paper where I wrote everything down somewhere on right. my desk.
1: <laughs> right. Right. I, I feel like my planner is my second brain because I have everything in my planner. So this is this year's planner. And, but you know, like I, like you said, there's like spaces in the planner. So what we did is we created spaces in the planner where you could write extra things down if you needed to like um like a notes page almost so like I was, I was showing earlier this is the my planner this is my my remodel layout that I was doing but I wrote that in the notes page of July you know and I got a little paper clip there and I know okay it's there and so I don't have to have like 80 notebooks and pieces of paper I just put it in my planner in the different you know blank pages and there's even notes pages in the back so that I keep like this is my I I, I plot out my this is my writing plan for the next five years and so I was taking notes and you know and these are all my titles and stuff you know it's just like I you know it's like I don't have to search and I mean you could do this with any notebook but the planner is nice because you can you can be like oh yeah I remember thinking about that during that time and here's where the notes are and stuff otherwise it can get lost in a, you know I have big notebooks and things get lost in there and yeah. So anyway, yeah. So the planner is really made for a creative mind, for someone who's got lots of things happening and needs to put it down someplace where they don't lose it. Um and then, you know, and then organize it in a in a in a way that, you know, I'm keeping track of things. So our planner really helps with that portion as well. So I really yeah. love that. So, yeah.
0: One of the other things I love about, um, well, so there's a couple of things. Um, I am a sucker for gamification. So on the day that we're, we, you and I happen to be talking, um, to November 8th, my time, I think it's November 8th, your time. <laughs> um, and, uh, I have logged into Nano every single day. I've gotten the maximum number of badges that you can get, you know, by mm-hmm. logging in, in the first week. Now, um, historically, <laughs> I get a lot fewer badges uh, from here on because the most number of badges in the is in the first seven days. But yeah, um, you have these great places for um, for stickers. Like, give yourself a sticker if you've completed this this week. And yep. this year, one of the things. I love the idea of being an artsy person, but my art is pretty much in words, you know, speaking and writing. And so um, there, there's all this like beautiful space. I'm, Susie and I are both holding up um, different pieces of journal. If you're listening on um, audio only, you might wanna go and see what things look like on the video. But um, there, there's all these beautiful places where you can just doodle and color things in and and do things with different colored markers. And I'm like, I want to do that but I feel like that's just taking up time that I could be working or writing or something.
1: You know, when you do year, it,
0: you do, it. Yeah. oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just excited because this year you have a color interior option.
1: So oh, if, you're, yes.
0: if you're very doodly, you can be like, oh, great, I'm gonna color in my own and it'll make me feel like I have this kind of a relaxation time or rest time. But if you're like, I want it to be in color, but I don't wanna color it, then ta <laughs>
1: Hmm. Yeah, that is true. The color there that's been a really popular seller too. People are loving because um w- one of the reasons that they love it is I was just trying to figure out how I'm going to talk about this. But we have values at the beginning that you you figure out what your values are, and we'll talk a little bit about how the planner is set up in a second. And then, but then all of the values uh, so they're all color coordinated, and then they correspond to the same color in the weeks. And so, let's say you, your value is you know, let's say it's, it's friends and family, right? So that's a blue, right? Column. And so then on the weekly plan, you've got a blue column where you can actually write in the things you're going to do with friends and family or whatever. So it's like all of the things correspond. And so that's good. So let's maybe let's talk a little bit about how the planner is set up so that people can kind of understand what we're talking about. So the planner, uh, I've I've been doing my plan this way for, like you said, like about 20 years. And, um, and I realized a couple of things. One is, is that I am, a, I'm not ADHD, but I do need help focusing because there's so much going on. And I realized I am not a multitasker. I, I let things fall when I multitask. What I need to do is be a multifocuser. And so being a multifocuser means that I have to focus on certain things at certain times, but I still have a lot going on. And so I don't want it to fall through. Right. So for me, having that that up where I'm like, okay, Susie, you're going to be focused on this at this time and this at this time has really helped me. And so I did discover that it's also sort of uh, a way that people with ADHD or or focus issues um, plan their lives as well. And so what they do is they just plan blocks of time to focus. And that's really kind of how our planner came about, was that i I was really into saying, "Okay, I'm going to focus on this at this block of time and this at this block of time, and you know whatever, So I would get it all done. And if I needed to, I could move blocks around. So let's say I had an interruption, I could take that you know that free block and move it here and take that marketing block and move it over there. And it really worked for my life. And so I was still able to get everything done, but I would also allow for trends and flows and things like that in my very busy life. And so that's really how it started. And then I and then it moved to, well, how do I figure out what kind of blocks am I going to have for my time, right? So I started out with things that create joy. but then I realized, and and that was kind of the way I, I did it for a number of years, and then I realized, well, not everything that creates joy is things that I value, right? So like, you know, do I really create does it really create joy to go out for a run, to lift weights? You know, in theory maybe, but really it connects more with my values, right? So my value is to be healthy and strong, right? And so it doesn't necessarily create joy. It does, but not, you know, not really. So the key there is, so then that's when we started making our switch from joy-based planning to value-based planning. And that's really where we saw people really connect with it. Because what happens is that we all have our own values. And I'm not talking about like, values derived from, you know, our faith or this sort of thing, I'm talking about values that are personal to you, um, that are derived out of your personality, your lifestyle, your, your family, your, you know, all these kinds of things, and figuring out what those values are, and then planning your life and your activities around the things that you care about. And so now you're doing activities that connect deeply to your values and who you are. And, Now your, your focus blocks are values-based focus blocks and, you know, business and, and achieving, you know, or should should I say achieving um, uh, being the writer and the writer, authorpreneur that you want to be is a value. You know, you want to provide for your family, you want to provide for you, you want to make an impact in the world, whatever it is. So that, so those, so marketing is something that it comes out of that value it doesn't give you joy necessarily, but it does spring from that value. And so even while you're doing your marketing, you can go, this is something that is connected to my values. And so it is a valuable time, right? So that really changed things for me because I was like, okay, everything I do has a purpose. And and even and and we'll talk about sacred rust in a second because that's something we talked about too. But you know, yeah. even things that are enjoy like fun things, play things can be outspring of our values, right? And so for people like me, who's like everything needs to be have a reason, you know, I could be like, no, this fun playtime here is the outspring of, you know, of my family time or my sacred rest or whatever. We'll talk about that in a sec. But anyway, that's kind of how I started to do it. And for me, that changed everything because I knew that the end of the day, something happened tomorrow I walked out the door and I was run over by an elephant, I would have said, I live my life according to my values. There's nothing left undone. I'm not, you know, like trying to get to here to achieve something. I mean, yes, I have some goals, but if I haven't met that goal, I've lived my values along the way. And that's good. And I can, you know, I can lay my head on the pillow at night and go, I I did what I could today to to, to be in line with my values. And, and I think that's, you know, and, and everybody gets their values from different places, but wherever it is that you get it, you can be at peace sort of with yourself. Right. And I think that's the uh, that's the key. So, yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah, that's definitely something that's gotten more important to me um pretty much anybody who's listened to more than three or four episodes of this show knows that I really struggled with burnout. Actually, um it was probably starting even before I started the podcast, but I didn't fully understand what was happening to my body and my mind and stuff um, until about probably six or seven months into the podcast. And then I didn't know what to do. So I was occasionally podcasting about it because the only thing that I knew for sure was that I wanted to help other people not get to where I was because I didn't know mm. how to get out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But one of the things that um, is is become even even more important to me um and i've just spent a year and a half with a big business coaching program you like um really working hard to um to physically create a business that creates both value uh for others and value for me meaning you know um, paying my bills and and uh, supporting the family and that sort of thing um but what's what was missing for me in all of that work was that there wasn't enough balance. And I found mm-hmm, myself mm-hmm. falling back into burnout again. And I was like, okay, this is not working for me. And one of the things that, that I began to finally realize was, and I'm not sure how it fits in your system, but I'm, I'm like, it is a value to me that I now recognize is, uh, you know, if, if my life ends tomorrow or, or, you know, whatever, this is not the way that I think that I was designed by my creator to live, to be mm-hmm. so stressed out and upset about mm-hmm. not getting, you know, the 4,200 things on my to do list done. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, this this is just this isn't even the way that I think people probably live to before uh, technology and stuff began. I mean, people had a different hard kind of life. But I know mm-hmm. that the way that I'm living my life right now is not the way that I think that our bodies, minds, and spirits were designed to be. And I really feel like your planner helps me to remember that these other things, somehow I need to put something in these, in these colored spots that help me move towards this other place I want to be. So yeah.
1: Yeah, and and teach you that there there's things that you will need to say no to, but saying no to them means yes to to you and your values, right? And so and that's that's been really freeing as well because I can go, oh, that doesn't fit my value. I'm sorry, that's not going to work for me. You know, it's like that's that was easier for me to say than you know it's you know it's sure I want to help you, but I de- actually it doesn't fit this over here. So, you know, and, and I've actually said to them, I'm sorry, that's not a good fit for me. Or, you know, it doesn't work for me or whatever. And that way it's not like about them. It's about me and saying, you know, it's not a good fit or whatever. And so that, and then I'm more true to myself too about how the activities that I'm doing, you know, and I don't feel resentful about, oh, I how did I get roped into this, you know, or whatever, or I'm doing all of these things, you know, and um, and so that's. Helpful. I wanted to show. So this is my planner from this year. And so we have actually a values-based planning section, so you can kind of figure out. And we ask a, a number of questions because a lot of people don't know what their values are. They think, well, wow, I value family, and and then we're like, well, do you? Because here's here's you might say that, but here are your activities. And so we take both. We look at it both ways, and we say, well, what are your current activities, and what how what values do they? represent and now let's look at your values what would your day look like and your life look like if you lived by your values and so we we kind of go that way so people can actually see like a before and after you know of what it would look like and then from there we go on to actually prioritizing your values and so we actually have like a section where you can like prioritize your major values for your life and then from there we say okay what shall we do you know, in terms of our values. And so then we have like sections where you can figure out what it is that you're going to, what your priorities are going to be based on that particular value. So I really love that. But one of the things that we talk about in terms of that, Kitty, getting to what you were saying is that we have something called sacred rest. So let's just talk about sacred rest for a second, because I think what happens is entrepreneurs or any sort of preneur out there, we get so focused on growing our business that we don't even see that we're burning out. We're like running the road, and we're like, we're just 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 one more thing. Oh, when I do that, one more thing, one more thing. And what happens is that we do become terribly unbalanced because we are doing all of these things over here. And so there's a there's a great book out there. It's called Sacred Rest. And we we as a group read that, and then we took some principles from it, used our own principles, and developed our own our own sort of teaching on it. But the idea is is that we need to replenish our bodies and our minds and our souls in different ways that when we focus on something here, we're missing out over here. So sacred rest isn't just like I'm going to church and reading my Bible. Sacred rest means, sacred means set apart rest, right? So, and rest doesn't mean laying on the sofa. Rest means rest away from this activity, right? So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm spending so much time doing all of my business that I'm not, Eating right. I'm not taking time out for good meals. I'm not spending time with family. I'm not reading entertainment books. I'm reading only business books. You know, I'm I'm, I'm listening to podcasts for business, not for fun. You know, or whatever. Yeah. And what happens is that we, and so we take a look at. We haven't actually have a sacred rust assessment that you can take, and I would, I encourage people to take it. You know, like once a quarter, just to take a look at what their life is like. Because then you can go, you can look and say, "Oh, look, I'm really deficient in this area here. How do I get myself back into it?" So, so again, going back to that set apart rest in our values, we say, like one of my values is health, one of my values is family and friends, and so I mean that's you you wouldn't normally put family and friends as a value, but I do, and so now I have a standing date twice a week and once with some very very dear friends of ours and one is a free night that I then mark off and this is where we plug in all the other friends that we have that we want to spend time with i also have a free night for my husband so that we spend time together so because i want to so those are set apart nights and i can't schedule anything in there because that's part of my sacred rest right and so uh, same thing with exercise i actually write that in or or meal planning or whatever it is right So just to, because we have to recognize that if we go over here, we're going to be way out of balance. And then all of these other areas that are very valuable to us will suffer. So that's another reason why we have, so the the kind of the cool thing is, is that we have our values and, you know, we, we have a whole program, but the neat part is that um, here's kind of an example. So up on the top of our, this is our daily spread, your values go up here your activities go down here. So every week you're taking a look at your values and you're like, okay, where am I at? How am I, how am I balanced? You know, and where am I going to then put plug it into those focused areas of work? And, um, and that's how you sort of take your values, you spread them out, you know, over your week, and then you get your balance in during your week or your month or whatever, however you do it. So anyway, so that's, that's kind of how I've worked on the remedy for burnout is to make sure I have the balance on the other side.
0: Okay, can I just tell you how excited I am to be getting um, a pre-colored planner this year? Because um, even though I watch your, uh, you know, videos on, you know, reminders, this is how we use the system, or this is how the system can be used for you. um, I somewhere along the way way thought, oh yeah, this is the list of where I put the things that have to be done today. I was not using it as any kind of values based anything except well get it done
1: yeah i i what happens is we we do we, that's very very um very common so here's what my suggestion is so there's this and here's this is a small this is a small version of the rep planner it's like a, no, a novel size but in the top it's easier to see you have priorities one two and three mm-hmm. and i suggest those are the things that absolutely have to get done today and they don't have to be done first, they just have to be done sometime today. And then below that, we have like our, our, we have like a morning section, an afternoon section, or an evening, or you could do morning one, morning two, afternoon, or morning, afternoon one, afternoon two, whatever you want to do, right? And, and these are the things that you're going to focus on. And you might focus on many things during that time. But my point is, is that you might get those done throughout the day. But I always think if if we do more than three things a day, we've lost track of what we're doing. Because when I say more than three things, I mean more than three priorities, right? So like you have three things where you're like, what did you get done today? Oh, I did this, this, and this, right? These are your three priorities. If you have seven things, that's fine. But we get overwhelmed with more than three. But three we could do, you know? And so I always try to say, okay, I'm only doing three priorities today. I might do more, but they're not as priorities, right? three priorities bam done I feel good about my life and now I don't have to be ruled by a list I'm just like I just have these three things that I can And sometimes I get them done right away maybe there's even like a hard phone call or something you know whatever it is but so we're not ruled by our to-do list we do have priorities but we aren't, aren't like oh I know these people that and I have I do this too I have like this like sort of list of things that I need to get done, right? Like I make like a little list and stuff, but this is more like a running list of stuff. And I pull from this list to put in my planner because if I lived by this, I would never get anything done. I mean, if you look at it, it's got tons and tons and tons and tons of lists on it. So like, and and they're all dated and I get, you know, I have a lot of check marks, but still I can't imagine living by this because I would just be constantly, well, I didn't get that done. Didn't get that done. That's how I feel every day. Yep. Okay. So having a running list is fine because you can pull from that, but don't, don't live by that. Throw that out. No, I mean, mean, or put it on the side. This this is not your, this is not your life goal list. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love that you have it in a completely different place. It's not in your planner.
1: Mm -mm. This is just a notebook that I keep and I date it. I kind of date the top and and stuff like that. But I, I, you know, that way I can sort of go through and say okay what is it that I'm getting done for this week you know and I can this was my list from my wedding that I wedding reception I had put on so you know it's like you just you get stuff done but they're not going to be things that are going to go in my planner because I'm not going to clutter my planner with a thousand things that make me feel like I failed yeah. I'm going to pull three things. I'm going to put them in there. I'm going to get them done. I'm going to mark them off here. And then I'm going to not look at that list again.
0: So for instance, in your three blocks on, uh, you know, at least one of the days, there was probably a, a two hour block that was work on wedding reception. And then you just went to your other list.
1: Yeah. So, it, yeah. So, right. That's exactly it. So I have a, I have a block that might say work on wedding reception and they'll say see list. And so then I'll, ha- I'll go to my wedding reception list. This is our, this is the layout. And so then nice. I figured out what I needed to make, you know, or whatever. And so I have a, a wedding, you know, so then I would have this wedding reception list of what I need to do. And then I just work off this list and then I'm done for the hour or the block and I go back and and then it doesn't cover up my book, but I still it's able to focus on that stuff. Right. Yeah. And we actually have project sheets in there for people that want to do like, you can download it from our site for them for people that purchase the planner they get access to the insider stuff and so we have a project sheet and on your project sheet is this is my project and these are all the tasks associated with my project right and so then you can just go down and you can work on the tasks as you go but it doesn't have to clutter up your planner right because you know, in your planner just has the do task.
0: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so for stuff. instance, um, I'm rebranding all of my books to fit into the sweet slash clean and wholesome category, which mm-hmm. honestly was like 10 swear words in one book and 19 in another. I'm like, okay. I was a little bit sad about taking out the, the very like sexy, sweet, funny uh love scene between the, the newlyweds, but I was like oh, I can use it as one of my like newsletter freebies.
1: This is the yeah, yeah, way I could. wrote the same, you know, Yeah, but yeah,
0: because for marketing reasons, I was like, okay, it's going to be way easier to market this book as, you know, definitely this or definitely this, but, but to be somewhere in the middle is not a good place. So, yeah. um, I can put, um, uh, book rebranding in a two hour block or two or three, two hour blocks throughout the week and just go to my project list and go, co- Okay, I still need to do the the print copy of this book. The ebook of everything everything is is ready for this book, but the cover I'm still waiting for. And just um, manage it. I love this. Okay, I'm seeing yeah. you nodding your head. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. this is this
1: good. This is this this is your task list. This is your ongoing task list. But you don't want to put your ongoing task list in your planner because it's going to clutter. It, you don't need it there. You just need your planners to organize your. Th- what your your time is going to be right and that's that you know and so now what's going to happen is that you have your task list and you can make little I make little boxes with check marks but like I said like exactly like you said rebrand books two hours okay now you're going to go to the task list I'm going to do these three things and the task list isn't going to be you're not going to do it every you're not going to make a new task list every time you have to go to the task list you have your task list you just you know, so anyway, so when you have a project, make a big task list, but then you schedule it in your planner.
0: Yeah.
1: And then if you don't, and then you don't have to do it all at once either. It's like writing a book, you just write this chapter.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) Right. 42,000 more words on this book. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And it seems like it would help your mind to, um, how do I want to say this? Like, it seems like it would help unclutter your mind And like one of the things I was telling myself this last week, I'm like, Kitty, you've just got to find a way to accept that um, all the things that you want to do, you're not going to do them. You're not going to do them all before you die. And the longer that you live, the more things that you want to do. So you're definitely not going to get everything done. And I I just have to choose to find places to be okay with that. Um, And I I can't seem to find like, these are the things I'm going to drop off my list, but um, every once in a while, and this might be, this might be kind of sad, but every once in a while, I'll go through a pile of paper and find a task list from like two years ago. It's really long, not a ton of stuff crossed off. And I'm like, oh, and I've been keeping this. Cause I'm like, this is a list of all the things I still haven't gotten done. All, all these many, many sticky notes and pieces of paper. But then so often I look at them and I'm like, well, seven of these things actually don't have to be done anymore. Like, I can't remember exactly why now, but I'm like, Oh, I think maybe this is how God's like helping me to see, like, it's going to turn out okay, Kitty. Trust me.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, I, I want to encourage you with a couple of things. One is get a notebook to keep all your stuff, all your tasks lists. like, this is a really helpful one. And then, um, and then what you can do, and I have them, I have them by category so that like, when I go like here's my war Warren fiction, right? So when I have my Susan May war and fiction day, I've got accounting. Check on the planner, you know, whatever it is, right? Invoice this person, whatever. So I've got these little tasks, right? And so I can check them off by. So when I have my task for that, you know, Susan Meurer Fiction Account Admin, I'm like, okay, I'll go list this. But here's what you can do: is that I go through this list then every week, and I'm like, mm, I don't need to do that anymore. I don't even do that anymore. And, and pretty soon, the whole list is gone, and then I turn the page, right? And so it really does help. It's almost like when we go to our closets in in the fall and we go. Not that one, not that one. I haven't worn that for two years. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And then you package it up and give it away. You know, because now you can you can call out things that don't matter anymore. And I would encourage you to do that on a more frequent basis because you'll feel lighter because you'll be like, okay, I, I evaluated. That's not a good thing, fit for me. Off it goes. I don't have to do those things. Off it goes. Can I, so it's kind of that same. Can I give it to somebody else to do? Do I need to do it? you know, at all. And, and if I need to do it, how much time will it take? Do I need to set aside you know, time? And then if you need to redo it, just move it to the current task list and then just be done with that page. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: I like so. this. This sounds like a way to, um, to feel a lot more um, free, relaxed, peaceful, and quite possibly more productive.
1: Yeah. Because now you're focused on the things that really need to get done and you don't have to worry about you know, and and, if, and sometimes I'll go back through the pages and I'll be like, you know, when I get to the place where I'm nearly done with something, I'll like highlight it and see if I can find one, but I'll like highlight a page and be like, okay, you really need to make sure you get this done. And I'll, and now that it's highlighted, I'll say, okay, got to get that done. But now like here, this one was, I, this was from May, but like, it's all done. This one wasn't done. So I just put a little marker on it and said, okay, this is going to carry over to the next list, but this list is all done. Yeah. You know, and then and then it just carries over. So it just helps with organizing all of the things but not feeling overwhelmed.
0: Yeah. I love this. Okay, <laughs> now. Um you have so many fantastic tools that you've developed over um several years and I'm going to ask you to give us um kind of a brief uh these are all the other planner and planner-like things that are yes. available this year. But also then I don't want to forget to um, to have you talk about what's in the very back of every single planner for the novelist. Yes,
1: <laughs> Yeah, let's actually talk about that first, because I feel like that's something that's unique to our planner that a lot of people don't get. So because, you know, we are creative focused, but we're also author focused, right? And so, and especially novelist focused. Um, because we're all novelists around here. And so one thing that's really special about our planners is that in the back of our planner, so this is one from a couple of years ago. So we have what's called the story crafting section. And if anyone has taken any of my classes, they know that I have a system called the story equation. So just like there's a a plan for the planner and get your stuff down, there's a plan for a story. And it's not, stories can feel very uh, cumbersome to people or very overwhelming, like a crazy Um, You know, octopus until you sort of tame all the pieces, and so this helps you tame all the pieces and find all the pieces so that your stories have depth to them. And so, and and we do have classes, and this I think this book is like five bucks on Kindle, I can't remember, but anyway, it's pretty cheap. But then what happens is that we have this plan. This is called the story equation, and so this is our sort of diagram. We have one of these. Um, Actually, we have four of these in every planner. So here's your main character. Here's your second main character and then we have two more for subplot characters or another book if you want and then we also have what I call the plotting roadmap and so this is our plotting roadmap and it kind of helps you put your story together and so and then we also have a notes page and so that's where I keep all my notes and so I really love it because my my stories are right here I can just grab it and look at it of course I have other tools that I use as well I actually have this in a separate document so I can print it off and redo it so I have the you know I have this document that's a separate document for another story but the idea is is that as you are living your life and thinking about things and thinking about your story you open up your planner and you write it right in there in the back and you're like oh I didn't lose that story note I've got it right there and for me who has many things going on in her head I need a place to park things but I'm not going to lose it I don't know about you as I get older I'm like where did I put that well, I can't remember, you know, and instead of searching everywhere, I only have to search my planner, because I know it's in there, and so that just having that practice has been really helpful, but yes, we have these two, you can write two stories, um, or one big, huge story in every, in the back of every planner, and I say write, I mean plan, so, and so I really love that. Um, as far as other features go, we have, you um, a couple of things we have one of the things I really love is our monthly evaluation so at the end of every month you have a chance to kind of go through your thoughts about you know how what your highs your lows what you'd like to do differently some goals for next month things like that books you've read well that was a big thing for me I was never writing down the books I read for enjoyment which is part of my sacred rest and so writing that down was important to me because I wanted to see what I read for that year or podcast I'd listened to or whatever The other thing is, is that we have a yearly review, which is really a nice thing to do to think about the next year. Um, And then, of course, we have, you know, little trackers and things like that to help you have trackers and different things to keep, you know, help you remember to water your plants and this sort of thing. So, you know, and we even have a food journal and I use my food journal as a what did I eat, not a plan um, but just, I like to write down but I hate every day. I don't know what my problem is. <laughs> I just do. And so anyway, um, you know, just like things like that, that help you figure out. And then one thing I really love about our planner, the last little thing is we have something called today's wins at the bottom of your planner. So at the end of the day, you can say, what did I do today that I loved? And you write down your win for that day. I had a hard conversation. I focused, you know, I wrote 3,500 words. I, you know, finished this project. I went for a walk, you know, whatever it is, the win that you have, and so that you have wins every single night, and I think that's really important, because, you, you know, well, a lot of times my husband, I'll say, well, what was your win today, and he'll tell me his, and I'll tell him, and it'll be kind of a, a fun way to connect, so anyway, yeah, so that's some of the fun things about it, but people can go to um, mybrilliantwritingplanner.com, And they can look at all of the stuff there's there's a tutorial on there like and these are all you know like all the pages you can look at all the pages you can look at all of the this year we have six different covers um and four different sizes and a a black or white or a color interior Uh, we uh, we are working on the pdf Uh, i don't know if it's ready yet but anyway we're all sorts of options you know, we have them for the, we have the cover for this year, I think I showed it, I can't remember, but anyway, oh yeah, this is the cover for this year, which I really love, it's got this light bulb on it, we get original art from Mary DeMuth, which I really love, but we also have other covers for people that don't love this, we even have a cover for guys, we, um, it's just a real plain blue cover, and the insides are brown and blue, so it's not like it's, no, oh, you know, pink and really yellow and <laughs> pink and yellow, yeah. So anyway, and we and we and we took out the some you know design and stuff on the inside, and that one doesn't have much. It's just really basic, you know, and stuff. So if you have a guy that's a creative that wants a planner, this is kind of a good way to do it too. So anyway, so they can go there, they can look at everything, they can see how the, it works, and um, yeah. So mybrilliantwritingplanner.com dot com, or you can go to novel.academy and that has links there, but also that's where we have our courses. Um, and our membership. So we have a monthly membership where you, and we have teaching every Thursday night and we have critique groups and all sorts of great fun stuff. So anyway, that's where they can hang out.
0: Fantastic. And I don't know if this is new this year. I just don't happen to remember it last year. You also have two undated planners.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, we do. And so the undated planners are fantastic, especially for people. We have a three month, a six month, and a nine month, I think I mean, we might even have a 12 month, I can't remember, but it's great for people who are like, you know, I just want to plan, you know, this particular season of my life, I don't want to have to plan everything. So then you just get like the six month planner, and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do that or the three month planner, I'm just going to do that. And that does help people to be like, I'm just planning my summer, I'm just planning this quarter, or I'm just planning from now until June or whatever. And that, you know, and, and there's a lot of people that like to do that. So yeah. we do have that.
0: And I have to say, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I'm going to try one more year to see, like, basically, because I don't know, this is just the way I think. I'm like, I'm going to try one more year to really use the planner in the way that I think would be most helpful. And honestly, I think the fact that um, I'm buying the one that's pre-color-coded is going to be a huge yeah. change for me. So thank you for that.
1: Oh, um, you're welcome. <laughs> so you're not I the think... only one who, who wants that. That's, the, yeah. that's, that's been a really popular seller. Because then people think, okay, I don't have to think about what value goes here. This is the one.
0: Right. Yeah. I figured it out in January or December or whenever. And now I can just be like, right. Okay. The blue one, I haven't done like a a blue value, you know, for a while and I need to make sure I do it this week. Yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. So I think I'm probably going to end up using it even more now, but um, like just looking at this last year, there was just uh, some really busy periods of time where I was just kind of running from one thing to the next um, all day, every day for a few weeks. And I was thinking, you know, if I, um, if I continue to have three months or six months of the planner, um, being blank pages, which are great for notes and planning other parts of my life. Um, then I might do the undated one because then if I'm like, we, like we get, um, three weeks off in the summer here in Sweden, which mm-hmm. is shocking and awesome. And I'm actually getting mm-hmm. really used to it. So yeah. automatically there's three weeks of blank pages because, um, you know, it's yeah. only like three pages per week or whatever, but yeah, I, I plan on, I, my plan is to literally not work. So I, I literally put X's through so I can tell myself, don't plan for this
1: because <laughs> you're yeah. supposed to be no, that's having a, rest. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know what you could do, and this is just the last little bit is that this is my favorite part. So this is oh. the inspiration page So this is my inspirations page. And so as you can see every day I spend, well, of course I spend a, a, an hour with the Lord every morning, but for me, having these thoughts, you know, in my planner, and then have a, a little I, I down here, I keep like a little journal of what's happening. These are my prayer requests, you know, and sort of, these are like random notes. And what happens is I can look back and go, Oh, this is what was happening in my life. So even if you don't plan, having this and so every every week comes with an inspiration section and then you turn the page and then it's your planning section. And so basically you start your every morning here and then you turn the page and you go okay what's happening. For me that keeps me centered. And I and and more often than not even if I don't have the week planned I've got you know this is another page. I got uh, I've got the the I've got my soaking time done. And I know I soaked I've done the you know I've done the work of connecting to who to me to my lord to the you know to that my values these sorts of things now i'm going to proceed into my days so if, i guess for me that's the, the coolest part of the planner is capturing my thoughts and, yeah. and on some place where i can go back and see them so anyway nice that so even if you don't plan and you're on dated planner you can write in there during your vacation times and it will yeah. still be
0: that's nice because um, you know there are a lot of times some of the best thoughts come to you when you're
1: rested <laughs> right? Yep. So yeah, you definitely I think having an undated planner would be nice too for like if you were going on a vacation or if you want to spend like the summer not working, but you still wanted to keep your thoughts and then your your um, I have friends that journal in the in fact they don't plan. They take the daily sections and they journal what they did that day as an afterthought of what they did. And that way they can see what they did. So, you know, it's like, you can use it any way you want. Um, The idea is your life matters So take the time to think through how you want to live it either before or after, or in the midst of it and live your life focused on your values and why you're here. What's your, what is your particular impact in this world? And when you do that, then every day matters and you can live your life the way that you're supposed to live your life or the way that the Lord intended for you.
0: I love that. Wow. I just want to like take that little section out and like just post it on my website so everybody can listen to it every day. <laughs> oh, Susie Mate, tell us again, where can people find you? Uh, the Planner, um, you write really, really interesting, fun books. I love your books. There are a oh, lot of you. romantic suspense that I've read. And also The Story Equation, which is in um, print and ebook form for anybody who's interested in um, in how you uh, to, how to plot and write a brilliant story from one powerful question.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, so people can go to novel.academy.com or mybrilliantwritingplanner.com, or they can go to cismnaywarren.com and find all sorts of resources and stuff there and all the books there. Um, And then I also have a pen named David James Warren, um, which is um, writing a series right now. The last book releases in a couple of weeks called Rembrandt stone, and then go to Rembrandtstone.com. So all of those are fun places to hang out. And of course I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all the other places. So. Wonderful. Thank you
0: so much for taking the time out of your dizzy, uh, dizzy, (laughs) busy. Sorry, that's me. I'm dizzy. Uh, It's wonderful that you can be like, I have a very busy life, but I was able to plan this. So thank you for taking the time and making the plan and sharing so much with us today.
1: Oh, well, thanks for having me. It was really great. I always love talking to you. You're a priority to me. So it's always really fun to hang out. And, you know, we we actually talk a lot offline, too. So it's really fun to connect. And yeah, no, that's great. So thanks for having me here. And um, to everybody that's out there, your life matters. Your story matters, the one you're living and the one you're writing. So go make it brilliant. Mm